Hi everybody, Manny Galindo with Golden Valley Real Estate Group. I always do that with the videos, so I forget. <laughs> Hi everybody, Manny Galindo with Real Life and Estate. Welcome to a new episode on the podcast. Today we have another agent in the office. His name is Armando and he's all kinds of wonderful. Armando, I'm going to give you the floor so you can kind of give a little bit of details about what you do, who you are. And okay. what you're here for. Okay. Well, first and most importantly, I want to congratulate you on your show, on your podcast. Thank You've been you. doing amazing things since you came aboard. Oh, my God. Uh, we, I learned from the young, the old, the beautiful, the ugly, the bold, <laughs> right? You know, I learned from everybody. We have so, so many types of personalities in here, but you and George have by far have surpassed and just exceeded the expectation oh, thank you. you guys are amazing people both of you thank you um yeah no a little bit of uh of me um actually the way that i met golden valley is is the real trip for me mm -hmm. because golden valley used to be at the, at the office on h street mm -hmm. so um i ran a law firm right behind on chester on the next blocks over next to saint francis church mm. i ran a law firm there and uh, during the COVID, when the, when the pandemic started, um, I, I do workers' comp. So during the pandemic, people weren't going to work. So they weren't getting hurt at work because they weren't going to work. So I saw that my caseload and my clients were decreasing. And I said, I got to do something else. Yeah. So I went to uh, one of my good friends, Father Theo. He was over at St. Francis Church, Catholic Church. Um, I went over to talk to him and I told him exactly what I was what I wanted to do and you know He said he said go for a walk. He said go up the street. Just go for a walk oh, that's crazy. and see what kind of options you see yeah. well, I the next street over is 8th Street So I was literally walking south on 8th Street and I look up to my left and what do I see? The Golden Valley Real Estate Group sign. I'm just, you are walking on 8th Street. Oh. I would never. Not with these shoes. No, oh, definitely not with these shoes. So, so I'm walking and I turn over to my left and I see the Golden Valley Real Estate Group um, logo. I saw the office. Um, I looked in the parking lot. I saw nice cars mm -hmm. i said successful people the bentley i, I walked in the bentley mm -hmm. i walked in there i get to meet sandra because she's standing there and she's just so full of energy very charismatic i really mm -hmm. like sandra she has a very magnetic i'm gonna pull you and talk to you and just you know here we go talk about the beans right and um i walked in there and sure enough i fell in love with the place i got to meet Roger Magana, who now is my broker and mentor. Amazing uh, broker. He, yeah, he, I think he helps all of us here and gives our position Definitely in does. this office to everybody. Yes, everybody really has like, a say here. Yeah, that's I, the I, best part. Equality. Uh -huh. I love it. But, but yeah, that's how I kind of went. Um, well, I still do law, but that's how I kind of merged from from law, slowly transitioned into the real estate field. Mm -hmm. But I think it was with the help of Sandra and Roger. You know, and Father Theo yeah. telling you to go take a walk. Father Theo was the one that influenced it, the whole thing, and I was just like, dude. When I went back to my to my law firm, I literally sat down and I was like, dude. Literally, the big guy upstairs just works in mysterious ways. I agree. And and now I'm sitting at this podcast with you two wonderful people <laughs> and uh, talking about everything that's real estate and life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's amazing, you know, being uh, being under the same roof as you guys. You know, you guys are great inspirational minds. Um, and I just enjoy being a part of it. 
I do too. I feel the same. I'm pretty sure all of us here feel the same way about you. You also have your show, the Gold Mine Show, right? Oh, thank you so much. Yes, yes. you guys are gonna be my next yes. invites. Yes, <laughs> we're definitely gonna be on there. I think it's awesome that everybody at the office is kind of slowly dipping their feet into something different. Um, mainly because with everything transitioning, everything is so techy now. Yeah. Everybody has to be yeah. on social media. Absolutely. Everybody has like. Open houses, door knocking, all that works, but like to survive, absolutely, you have to dive into the new stuff. I agree with you, and and the other thing that the other thing that I enjoy the most is that with with every personality here, I've learned even the new people, the new agents that we've seen, but you can see the the transition in their personality and how it gets better and stronger, Mm -hmm. and you know that. The two most important people in this office are never going to stop pushing you, and that's Sandra and Roger. Roger. They're mm-hmm. going to be pushing you to be your best. They yeah. want to make sure that Golden Valley has the, nothing but the best agents mm-hmm. out there. And uh, to me, it's important, and I appreciate, uh, first of all, and most important, the mastermind meetings and the know-it-all mm-hmm. meetings. Those are very important all the agents know the same thing. Mm-hmm. We all learn the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we all learn in different ways. Oh, for but sure. But it's the same lecture. You're in the same office. Environment. Yes. We're all kind of feeding off of each other because we're all helping each other. That's another good thing that, like, if you, like, right now that you had a question, like, how this scenario, what would you do? I'm like, well, this is yeah. what, let, let's do this. Let's do it. And like, it was, your solution was insane. <laughs> <laughs> good but call I love, back up. Yeah, it, 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 it works. It, it, it just, you, you, you executed, you told me exactly, and I was just like, you know what, that makes all the sense in the world. It's because, yeah, you got to help each other out. This this industry, and I, I feel like in every episode, I'm going to reiterate that this is not easy. No. Uh, for everybody thinking like, oh, I'm going to go into real estate because it's good money, it's easy money. It's good money. I don't know about easy money. No. Very well-earned money. You because know what? you go through a lot sometimes with these situations. I, I get a lot of people ask me that, you know, I'll be at lunch, you know, enjoying a meal or whatever, or with my client, or they'll listen to my conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, it happens to be the person that's eating next to you. And then they'll say, you know what? I've been interested or I've been thinking about becoming a real that's estate right. agent. And I, and I always say, that's great. You should do mm-hmm. it. And they'll ask me how and, and, and all the other questions that everybody asks. Yeah. Right? I'm sure you get them. I'm sure you get them yourself, but the the most important thing that I like to tell people about real estate is that for us mm-hmm. in the real estate field, a lot of the clients don't fall from the sky. Oh no! If no, you're not, no, yes, no. you we literally go out and, and look search. for our, yeah we look for our our we target our audience we look for our buyer mm-hmm. we look for our seller, and I think that's why the diversity in personalities here is different because mm-hmm. I think every client out there is going to mesh well with your personality yeah. versus mine or with mm-hmm. mine versus yours. So, I mean, again, it's a wonderful feeling just being part of this office, mm-hmm. being amongst you guys. It's also great. Uh, it's nothing but good vibes here. It really is. And I love it because if there is somebody that has an issue, everybody just kind of like, oh, let them be. Like, oh, like they're having a bad day. Just, just let them be. And I really love that because I feel like it's very easy to just be like, screw that. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't think here's the point. I think that, uh, honestly, I've seen people have bad days. I mean, I've had bad days. Mm-hmm. And there's times where as soon as I walk in here, 
my bad day just like kind of goes away because yeah. everybody's like, dude, are you all right? Don't worry about it. Everything's mm-hmm. gonna be all right. You can only control what you can control. Yeah. And 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 when you just hear it, you know, I mean, sometimes I try to stay positive, but sometimes even staying positive, that's hard. It's sometimes. hard sometimes. So it really is. when you when you listen to what you already know, but it's coming from somebody else, it's just the influence. It's different, right? Yeah. It's crazy because. Um, there's always a saying like I feel like our moms are always like well I told you this and that like, it you needed somebody on the outside to tell you the same thing in order for it to actually take effect I, that's so weird that it, but no, it's true it's true it's 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 something in nature but again amongst the humans that we have here uh, I'm thankful for everybody I know I love that I that you know whether it was a coincidence or God showing me the way to Golden Valley Real Estate Group. I, I wouldn't change that walk for anything in the world because I got to meet such great so people. So many people, yeah. right? I know. Um, I just posted this morning a reel. Um, it popped up on my memories on Snapchat four years ago when I was in barber college. Oh. <laughs> and I was practicing on facials because at the time, they're actually changing the state boards now. It's going to be a lot easier. They actually just emailed me yesterday to... For barber college? They're, they're wanting... No, the state. They okay. want um, people who have been licensed for five years and less. Um to go and try to help and make a different exam because it's not the same anymore. So I was practicing my facials and doing the shaves and all that and I put it on the caption. Like, to me, it's crazy how life takes you. Um, Four years ago, I never imagined that I was gonna be here doing real estate, Mm -hmm. actually having like something to look forward to because this career does bring you a lot of benefits in regards to giving you a good life, but it's a lot of work. Um, I posted it because I would. I remember being so mad that I had moved back to Bakersfield. I was like, "Oh my god, it's a black hole. Why did I come back?" <laughs> I'm getting sucked back in. Yes, because we had le- we had left. We were living in Moreno Valley, Riverside County. Oh, okay, okay. Who comes back to Bakersfield? Wow. But my parents brought us back, and I remember exactly just being so upset because they brought us back. But if they would have never brought me back, I would have never met George. Oh, that's true. And I met him at Barber College. Oh, I never would have became a barber. I probably never would have became became a realtor. I probably would have been in college doing God knows what. You know what? Right now, I'm going to chime in real quick, but I want you to know that, honestly, you and George make such a great couple. Hey, that's good. You guys good. are yin and yang I'm to glad. each other. I, I think we are. It. You guys, you know what he's thinking. He knows what you're thinking. and oh. We literally had a mini yeah. argument about it yesterday. I was really? like, I don't think you know me. He goes, no, I do. <laughs> sometimes sometimes like, that could be me. it. Like, I know you too much. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was like, no, I, I trust me. I do. I'm like, no. I don't know why I was upset. No, that's good. And then, and then you guys went on this journey together. Yeah. Honestly, that's a lot because um, I personally know a couple of realtors that are actually married to each other and they're both realtors Mm -hmm. and one of them works for a different broker than the other Mm -hmm. and there's competition amongst them we we thought about that you know and uh, i'm sure you guys did you know because you know that that would be something difficult you know but then you would try to look at it as i mean i think if if i was in that position i think that uh um i would just try to look at it as like a positive competition Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but that would be, I mean, that's going to be my question for you guys at the end. Hey, what, what, how, how do you guys deal with that? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> no, that's I'm good. Like, that is a good question. I think we should talk about it because whenever we're on your on your show, because it is, for me, it's a little bit difficult. I'm sure for him it's different, but 
were raised very differently. Like I will talk about it. Trust yeah. me, it gets juicy. We'll get it. Okay, I, like the way it. that I think is so different, and I think where I am now, I have to give credit to George because Absolutely. I don't think I would have matured the way that I've matured Good. if he wasn't in my in my life. life. He's he's guys. usually in a in a couple. One of them is more mature than the other. In this that's case, true. that's him. <laughs> oh wow, wow! It and is. I'm the kid in my. You know, I'm like a Toys R Us kid. I don't want to grow up. You know, so my wife's constantly dealing with me, <laughs> changing my diaper. You know, throwing a tantrum. <laughs> or what do you think? Let's chime in. Yeah, well, I'm pretty mature, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> don't back it up. No, no, but. Let's dive in a little bit to, you mentioned that you're in law. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I've been litigating for the past 10 years. Uh, I'm, I do workers' comp. I'm mm-hmm. a paralegal to the law firm. I run the law firm myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we specialize in workers' compensation, labor issues. Um, I think yesterday I shared my, my, my interview with you guys with mm-hmm. Univision, and mm-hmm. that was a pretty big hit. It's currently airing out. From Oxnard all the way to Napomo, so that's, that's cool. a that's a it's a good um, geographical access, so mm-hmm. the viewers can can obtain some information. Mm-hmm. But that's actually what brought me to Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I was coming up driving from Van Nuys. I'm originally from LA, but I was driving from Van Nuys to Bakersfield to litigate workers' compensation mm-hmm. cases. Um, a lot of the stuff that I do is because I'm a certified hearing representative, it allows me to step in for the lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, if, like, for instance, if the lawyer can't make it to the workers' compensation trial, then you it, can it, step in. Yeah, then I can step in for the law- on, on the lawyer's behalf with mm-hmm. the notice of rep and go to go litigate whatever issue is at hand, whether mm-hmm. it's a labor or, a, you know, AOECOE is the term. It, it, what that means is injury rising out of the course of employment, mm-hmm. um, and that's normally our, our that's normally my focus or my injury specialty out, out of the course. course of employment. So, like, if you retire and then you get your your like back is messed up because of the labor that happened during work, is that what that means? That, or no? Yeah, that's continuous trauma. That means that for the twenty years that you worked at your company and then you retire at the last year. You have continuous trauma claims mm-hmm. from the year that you started working or from the year that you noticed that your back was bothering you all the way to the end. How, how do people not know that? I, I really doubt that companies want people to know that. No, and you know why? That's why we exist. Yeah. You know, that's why we have there. But to go back, um, I've been in Bakersfield for 10 years now. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, you said it was a black hole. I embrace it. That's what I felt in the beginning. <laughs> okay. Because if you tell me if I want to go live somewhere else, you're gonna it pick would not anywhere be where, but Bakersfield. No, it would not be like L.A. <laughs> no, I won't. It's too busy. The life here, you can actually live life yeah, here. Yeah. That's what I tell people whenever they move down here. I'm like, look, I get it. The weather change mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. extreme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But honestly, the I feel like the quality of life here is a lot better simply because you can actually slow down, relax, and it's a lot more accessible. It's a lot more affordable. At least when we moved over here, it was way, 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 way affordable. Well, not only is was it affordable, but my 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 current escrow that mm-hmm. I'm holding, my buyer's from L.A. She's relocating to Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, she asked me straight out, like, what do you recommend? And I'm like, a pool. <laughs> oh, my 
gone. And you know what? <laughs> Judith and I always say, like, well, we don't have to buy a house with a pool because my parents bought two houses with two oh, pools. So, so you guys are going over. We swimming. could go over. When we have kids, <laughs> the kids don't need a pool. You want to go to grandma and grandpa's? Oh, let's go spend time with grandma and grandpa. They got a pool. When I when I first got here to Bakersfield, we had a house with a pool. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And then when I got into coaching uh, the Eastern Sabres, the football, mm-hmm. the football league with my son, um, we started noticing, well, a lot of these people, a lot of the parents, which we love, by the way, we loved having them over, didn't have pools. So, <laughs> so they're like, hey, we're going over to your place. And, and it was like, OK, come on over, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the first things that I that I honestly uh, embraced that I loved is that we got our first house had a pool. Mm-hmm. Um we couldn't have gone, you know, wrong with making that decision because mm-hmm. my kids turned into mermaids half the time mm-hmm. they were in the pool, you know. So so we really enjoyed it. We we wouldn't leave home because we had a pool. Especially during quarantine. There, yes, we were we were constantly there. Um so when coming to Bakersfield, I think that was that was a really good decision. Um but like I said, being here 10 years, I've adopted myself as a Bakersfieldian. Mm-hmm. Um um uh, I also um, go to the United Farm Workers Association mm-hmm. rallies. Um, as you saw the picture of me and yes. Dolores Huerta, mm-hmm. um, I, I admire her a lot. The movement still continues. Yes. Um, there's still a lot of um, stuff that's out there that I see that are that are just not consistent with equality. It needs to be worked. It needs to be equality all the way around. And mm-hmm. you know, being in that law firm, uh, um, my best friend who is the lawyer of the office, his name is Josh Lazard. He he will not only remind me of what why of why we're there. Mm-hmm. Because he's like he'll always say he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he'll always tell me, They're your people. You know, like who's gonna stand up for exactly. your people if it's not you? you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he, he he always reminds me. I, I love when I have his support and the words of his encouragement. Josh, if you're watching this, I love you, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. It's going to be all over social media. But that's the main reason why we came over here. Mm-hmm. He said, Armando, if you're tired of looking at that stuff that you're not, you don't agree with in Bakersfield, do what, something are you, about it. what are you going to do about it? And then I said, well, let's, let's open up an office. Uh-huh. He said, go right ahead. And the law guy on Chester was open for such a long time. We recently closed that office. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to to come and transfer myself completely into real estate. You know, but um, of course we have clients out there that yeah. still need my help and you know, I, I still do what I do. Um, sometimes you'll see me in court, yeah. sometimes you'll see me writing petitions and objection, mm-hmm. getting ready for trial. And uh, uh, I enjoy that part of life. I do. Like I said, I did it for 10 years. But I think that for, for Armando Sandoval himself, it's like, it's like how they say, it's time for a change, you yeah. know? And, and you got to change completely. It's like, it's like when you become a police officer. Becoming a police officer is a way of life. Mm-hmm. It's not just a job. Mm-mm. So for me, becoming a real estate agent is not just a job. It's a way of life. Like... Uh, Everything that I really um, obtain through litigating and the legal process and trials and really protecting your clients, their future matters at that trial. Mm -hmm. And my client's future here in this transaction or Mm -hmm. escrow matters for their future. So I I know that you're with me when it it comes to protecting our fiduciary duty to our clients. 
maintaining you know our loyalty mm-hmm. i know that we're both on that same boat as far oh, as agreeing 100%. yeah you know 100% so 100% because when they choose you to represent them on such a big and i said it in the last episode asset mhm absolutely it's not just your first home it's not just an investment it's a future absolutely and when you're chosen to represent somebody for that that's a big deal absolutely they might not see it that way but you on those on the backside because you know how tough it is and you know yeah. how important it is and oh, you yeah. know it's all legal yes it, and every single paper you sign is all legal and it's our job to know that and so somebody's always ready and somebody's always ready to sue you for your yes mistake. oh my god yeah. everything <laughs> we're reading over the the rpas with sandra and everything i'm reading i'm like Ooh, I know a couple of people that could get in trouble. Yeah, there's accountability. There's a lot of things that need to be um, looked upon. Especially again, you're not you're not buying a microwave or refrigerator. Mm-mm. You're buying a home. Yep, and it's it is special to me when when I do represent someone. And I know that there is people that are gonna be like, oh, well, it's because you're new to the business. You're a newbie. This and that. no, are you kidding me? Ten years down from now, I really really hope that I have the same passion because if I if you don't have the passion no. to help people like this anymore, you should not be doing your no. job. And there are people like that. You know, I think that's a good point that you that you just kind of hit the nail on the head because a lot of people would be like, "Well, I went into real estate for the money," and and yes, the money's great. It's great. The 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 benefit, the commission, you see it. But not only did you just work your butt off for it, you've earned it. Mm-hmm. Your client is happy. Mm-hmm. It closed because you did what you had to do for you and your client. Yes. Like, it's hard work. Um, it's it's constant communication. And there's a lot of people that... Are hard to work with. Especially, or, or I wanted to say are hard to communicate with. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, there's points where you can really sit down and really say, you know what? I want to do this because I want to do it. Yeah. Not because... It needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Not because I just want to do it. Mm-hmm. Not just because I'm forced. Mm-hmm. But it's because you love to do it. When you find a passion and everything that is involved in in your energy and your focus and what's within you, I think that the outcome is that much better. That's when the referrals come in. Yes. You know, I mean, for instance, my buyer now, uh, she already, she calls me and she's like, hey, I sent you... I sent you one, the information of my cousin, and I was like, we haven't even closed escrow on your property, <laughs> and you're already referring people yes. to me. She's like, no, I think, you, I think you're, you're great. And, yeah. and that's important. You know, when you hear that, honestly, it just comes longer than just that one, one-time commission. Seriously, you know? the client, when we gave keys, George and I went with Nova. And Aww. I love including Nova. How is Nova? She's doing good. <laughs> oh, my the, God, we're so I've seen her pictures on the beach. Yes. Oh, she didn't like the water. <laughs> You said, did you see the video? The parent yeah, fell? Yeah. Oh my God, pobrecita. Oh. We almost drowned my poor baby. Oh. The wave caught us off guard. Dad's fault. I know. <laughs> it was, yes, because he had her <laughs> Hey, but in the video, none of us reacted. We were like, oh, shit. Oh, Nobody did something. Oh, but I was like, baby. I don't want to scare her. It's crazy because we do treat her like if it was like a little kid. Yeah, you have to. So I've always, like, if they hit themselves, don't be like, Oh my god! Because then you're—they're gonna cry because they mm. see your reaction. I felt the same way with the dog. Yeah. When she absolutely. got hit by the wave, I was like, "Oh, don't react because she's gonna get scared." Like, <laughs> Even though I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's talk about you. Okay. You said that you lived in the LA area. LA area. Um, 
the, uh, well, let's, let's start in 1981. Let's go. 1981, that was a good year. I was born. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I was born at L.A. County Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. I loved it. We, I was, I was there till I was five. Mm-hmm. We lived in South Central LA, mm. uh, Normandy and Adams. Okay. Um, so that that was that was a lesson with just being there. It was Those a, are rough it was areas. A, it was a good lesson for me. Um, then we moved out to uh, Van Nuys. Mm-hmm. From Van Nuys, uh, I graduated from Birmingham High School. Um, I loved everything about high school. Everything I still, you know, I still get to talk to friends from high school. That's like the best part of um, of going through life is the contacts that you maintain, mm-hmm. and the and the, and uh, what I love about contacts that you maintain is like when you get to pick up right where you left off. Yes, you get to run into people, and then they're the like, low Bro, maintenance. Do you remember when we went? We were in eleventh grade, and we went to Del Taco right there on Balboa. Do you remember that day? Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Bro!" So then we started talking about back in the day, you know, and uh, so yeah, so I graduated from there. Um, I, I moved to Colorado for about two to two, two, two to three years. Oh, wow. um, I went on a little a little sports spree, if uh-huh. you can say. Um, I joined Victory Boxing Club. I was boxing with the Goosen Brothers. Um, I developed a record sixteen and three. It was amateur, and then I, I suffered an injury to the back of mm-hmm. my head. So a, a lot of things stopped for me right there. Um, but even though during those three years. I had the privilege of, you know, meeting uh, Fernando Vargas. Mm-hmm. He lives off the 101 on Moore Park. Mm-hmm. I, I met him at the Whole Foods there. <laughs> um, uh, it was, it, it, it's been an amazing experience what I've been through. Yeah. But I wouldn't change it for anything in the world, you know, because I'm here now. And it's been an amazing time. Uh, I'm going to say that my biggest supporter is going to be my wife. Yeah. Um, I've been married for going on 17 years oh, now. Wow. Um, we have four kids. Our oldest is 21. We have twins that are 12. My youngest is nine. She's going to be 10 in a couple of days. baby. Yeah, she's going to be 10 in a couple of weeks. Um, but everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't change anything in the world, like, the way that every the, the, the pieces to my puzzle. Yeah. Like, the way that they've kind of tongue and groove together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here. Yeah. And uh, I cannot... I cannot complain. Do you feel like the life struggles that you went through is what kind of put you in the position to help other people, especially like in the workers? Absolutely. Absolutely. And a biggest part is because, you know, my, my parents are from Michoacan. Yeah. You know, you know how we got here Both to the United States. Yeah. Oh, wow. My, my dad's from La Jolla, Michoacan, and my mom's from Zamora, Michoacan. Mm-hmm. And I take pride, you know, because one of the, my, my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago. And one of the things that he would always tell me is, para saber a dónde va, a dónde vas, tienes que saber de dónde vienes. Yeah. And I'll never forget where I came from because um, uh, uh, my schooling in Tijuana when I was little, because I was born in L.A., my mom couldn't, you know, raise me. So she sent me to Tijuana to live with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I went to kinder over there. And uh, over there... Uh, a lot of my friends, I would hear them say, like, dude, you want to know who the wealthy kid in the class is? And I'm like, who? Because everybody would show up in the mañana with tortas. Mm-hmm. And if you had a torta de frijoles, then you were in the bottom. Really? Yeah. If you oh, had... torta de frijoles are bomb. They are bomb. But you were in <laughs> the bottom. Fresco? Oh, my goodness. Oh, y un jalapeño. But, but you know how, you know, the class over there, the way that you told them apart yeah. is because the next kid would show up with huevos con jamón, torta. 
So you know that damn that fool had had money because it was huevos con jamón. Uh, they they were eating that torta. So now we're go- now he's in middle class. Mm-hmm. And then you get the the other kid that would have the torta with bacon and carne. And oh, you're like, like that the kid's full the, thing. that kid's balling over uh-huh. there. <laughs> And what did you show up with? I would show up with a torta de frijoles. You know, my grandma, yeah. we were very humble. My grandmother mm-hmm. uh, cooked it up for me, and then that's pretty much where it all began for me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I said, and I keep on saying it again, like even after a lot of the accidents that I've had and that yeah. I've been through, um, I wouldn't change anything in the world. You know? That's crazy. Now I'm hanging out with you fine people. And <laughs> everything's, everything's going good. I, I, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Armando. Your story, George, George was telling me, he goes, just wait till you hear uh, Armando's story. Yeah, no, like, and, and to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, holding back, you know, just because, yeah. you know, there's so much things that we need to talk about and mm-hmm. disclose, and, and I think that, that just being on your podcast right now, I think I just want to show the audience yes. what, a little bit of what I'm about, mm-hmm. you know, the, and the type of pozole I bring, you know. <laughs> pozole or menudo? Menudo. De los really? Which one is it? The one off you? It's not on Union. Not that. Not the one we just went to. 
No, one on Morning Drive. On Morning, Morning Drive. Drive. You know what? I'm kind of loyal to the place on Mount Vernon, El really? Panda. Panda Gordo? Panda Gordo. Oh, I like I haven't tried it. No, I'm going to try it. I haven't tried it. I'm going to recommend it. Casualitas is the one over there on Morning Drive. and Chavo. Chavo? Okay. Oh, okay. You see? Tops all the money schools. Oh, that's a big claim. That's a big claim because there's a lot of money schools. That's on the record, by the way. Okay. How did you and your wife meet? Okay, so me and my wife met. Um, she was a bartender. Uh huh. Oh, so she can whip yeah, up some drinks. Yeah, she was a bar. She was working as a bartender, paying off her school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I was working for uh, I was working for a, a loss prevention agency. Basically, I was training, I was training individuals on on the proper legal uh, process to apprehend a shoplifter when they were trying to leave Walmart mm-hmm. or Ralph's or Albertson. So mm-hmm. I was training people in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, but I also had two jobs, so that was my first one. The second one, I was working at uh, Bob Hope Airport, which is Burbank oh, yeah. Airport. Mm-hmm. I was fueling the uh, the jets for the UPS mm-hmm. um, 757 because the packages needed to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. So I'm fueling these up, and I remember my buddies are like, dude, let's go to this bar. It's called uh, Paul's Tavern, mm-hmm. and we showed up right there in San Fernando Mission. And I walked in, she was the bartender, and I was like, oh, dude, she's, she's you know, obviously she's kind of cute, you know. <laughs> Tell her to bring, and then a couple of my buddies, they knew her. Mm-hmm. So they were talking to her, and I was like, oh, man, at first I was like, oh, well, you know, she's a bartender. Her job mm-hmm. is to be, you know, nice. nice. And uh, we started talking here and there. Uh, she she was going to USC for for medical. Oh yeah, she was, she, wow! She, I I was blessed with a smart cookie. <laughs> um, she she was going to USC. She stopped, and right now she's currently a teacher at Fremont mm-hmm. Elementary on Union. Um, she's a really good teacher. Uh, she's getting her master's in education. Oh wow! She's actually a sped teacher, a sped special ed edu- teacher. Yeah, special that's what edu- I was going to school for. Really? Mm-hmm. So, so she finished it all off. She's doing it. I'm so, I'm so impressed with her. Um, like I said, we're we're our biggest motivators. You know, yeah. We motivate each other after going on 17 years of being together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of learned. You know, the way that the shoe gets used. Yeah. It's important, you know, that you know what shoe size you are and what your position in your relationship mm-hmm. is. And I think that we've adapted to that, you know, where we can say, like, okay, I've, I've, I've identified who you are in yeah. this relationship. Mm-hmm. You've identified who I am. You've given me my place and my position. I respect that. Mm-hmm. And we just go on with life. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been blessed with four kids. Um I, I, again, I won't change anything in the How world. long did it take for you to propose? Um, we were living together for six six months. Uh-huh. I moved into her place. Uh-huh. And uh, after that, after that, after after our first year of being together, um, I knew she was the one. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? It's funny because we're always together. Even now, like now that we're remodeling the house, it's like a show measure. I cut, mm-hmm. I, 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 I glue and she give it to her and she sticks it. I can't so, measure for shit. So, 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 <laughs> so we don't do, count on me. For we that. do, we have a, like our little thing that we already deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, at, so I proposed to her after a year, mm-hmm. um, she came home from work. Um, dinner was made. Uh, at the time, again, we were in an apartment mm-hmm. and, uh, 
I, I proposed to her in the kitchen. I just told her, hey, you know what? This is, you're the one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then after, and after that, we went, um, obviously because, you know, money was a factor. Mm-hmm. We didn't have our big wedding, right? Mm-hmm. So we ended up going to some little hall right there in Van Nuys. Uh, and we got our license, we got our marriage license, and then we were officially married. Mm-hmm. And uh, on our 10-year renewal, uh, we ended up doing it big. Oh, yeah. So we ended up getting uh, married through church. I married through uh, OLPH, mm-hmm. Our Lady of Perpetual Help, right mm-hmm. up on uh, Columbus and Union, okay, right right yeah, behind yeah. Garces. Mm-hmm. Um, that church right there. So we got married there after a 10-year through church and everything. So we went big there. We got a haul off of Union and everything. So we did our 10-year renewal. And again, I won't change anything that's been bad or horrible yeah. in my life. It's been... It's been all a lesson, a blessing in disguise, yeah. and, and you take it, you drink it. I feel like lessons, no, I feel like struggles are lessons that you probably don't know are lessons until you've gone through it already. Yeah. It, it, it's just, life is hard in general. It and is. when you bring other people into it, there's bound to be issues oh, regardless. Absolutely. Kids don't come with manuals. Oh my God, that's what I'm so scared of. <laughs> Kids oh don't come with gosh. manuals. And, and when you don't have, when you're not prepared, I mean, we turn to uh, to our parents a lot, you know, like, hey, what happened? Or, hey, what do you do with this? Or mm-hmm. that, that. But not only do you just turn your parents, but you got to remember who was the one that was giving canas verdes to the parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was me. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was you. It was yourself. So, yeah. so my mom will always be like, well, you got to remember the way that I treated the situation when you did it yeah. and, or whatever. That's the same way that you treat it yeah. with your son. And um, we have we have tasks. Our kids have chores. Our kids yeah. have responsibilities. I think that, you know, with everything that's going around in the world involving kids mm-hmm. like you know the shootings, the shootings that happened in texas and everything uh, i don't want to be the next person to raise the kid that does not belong in the society yeah. and in the world because of whatever it is that you showed them or you didn't show them yeah that's why i coach sports with my kids uh my daughter she's at the academy of the uh, girls golfing team over on uh the other country club not stockdale Rosedale, the Rosedale the country club. Mm -hmm. So she's a part of that golf team. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm involved just because I'd like to know what she's learning, what she's teaching. Mm -hmm. Because now I think that with the modern world and technology, parents just need to be on defense all the time. No, seriously. Um, I can say, like, my generation, I still remember getting, like, dial-up internet. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember having to wait for my mom to get off the phone in order to be able to use the computer. I grew up seeing the technology just smack everybody in the face. Yeah. I remember the block phones. I remember my parents getting their first razor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember all of that. So I, I think I'm qualified to say that social media and access to so much information, especially at such a young age, has advantages but way too many disadvantages oh absolutely and then and then as you mentioned all that information gets thrown at you all at once Doof. uh-huh your son right there here's the here's the internet Doof. yeah and they and your son just you know grasps everything that is going on mm-hmm. my 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 youngest she's 10 um she likes to be on tiktok mm-hmm. right which is the trend right now i mean yeah. i'm on tiktok you mm-hmm. know but as realtors 
we have to market ourselves yeah. and you know get get our, our brand going out there mm-hmm. but my 10 year old she's not marketing herself she's not brand trying yeah. to brand herself she's out there learning i mean the good thing on tiktok is she probably learned all the dance moves that's going yeah. on on tiktok all the little trends mm-hmm. she learns them but on defense you're trying to just smack everything back over the fence that you don't agree with yeah you're like I'm blocking that shot because I don't want that information. So I think that with parents, it's important that you try to maintain that control with your kids mm-hmm. and just have that open conversation. Um, my kid will ask me questions that I didn't, that I thought he was going to ask me till he was Older. 15, <laughs> and he's asking me now, and they're going to, he's going to be 12, mm-hmm. and and that tells me that something is pushing him to grow or his mind to just kind of be like, this is this is what's going on this Mm -hmm. is what i'm learning this is what i'm seeing because you know i mean don't get me wrong life is beautiful but we live in a scary world we really do which is one of the main reasons that george and i really do think about when we're gonna have kids like when would be the right time i don't think we're in a good time right now um age-wise career-wise financial-wise absolutely i want to i really do want us to be a lot more stable you guys would be great parents, though. I feel like he would be such an amazing dad. Yes. I think I have issues. <laughs> I, 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 I saw him dancing with his little um, goddaughter. Oh, yeah. No, and that's I, her, uh, his niece. His niece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was your goddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dancing with his niece, and, I'm, and I fell in love with George. Yeah. I'm like, oh. No, every time I see him with kids, I'm like, oh. ovaries. Yeah, and especially when you know he would be like an, oh, such an amazing parent. Oh, I know he would. I yeah. mean, he's already great with Nova. <laughs> yeah, the dog. Your fur baby. Our fur baby. No, I don't have any doubt that he's going to be an amazing dad. I'm the one that, in full disclosure, I. That's why I'm going to therapy. Good. That's yeah. why I want to better help myself because I don't want my kids to get a version of me that I like a little girl me yeah yeah in the past to me i don't want that oh yeah the last thing i need is for me to traumatize my own kids yeah no and trust me it'll it it happens sometimes i'm not a perfect parent you know i'm I'm far from perfect and again they don't come with manuals and sometimes you know you either do things or tend to say things that are either mean or you say things that sound mean or whatever way shape or form it is um they impact your kids yeah and you know you're whether you said it or you don't you know mm-hmm. you impact your kids um for example i have a niece that drives around with her dad and mm-hmm. her dad likes to cuss a lot when he's driving mm-hmm. so what does my little niece do i cuss a lot <laughs> oh my god but it only, i've been trying but to it hold off to when just I be when these. you're driving really yeah he's he, he he's such a great guy he never cusses like when we're having a conversation Road range? but you get him behind the wheel and he turns into somebody else sailor like dr jekyll and mr hyde <laughs> Who are you? No, I cuss a lot in everyday conversations. And he, when we first met each other, that was like his biggest thing. He goes, I don't cuss in front of my family. I don't cuss in front of my mom, my sister, my brothers. And here I come. And every other word is the F word. (laughs) Every other word is you little shit. (laughs) That was my thing. That that stopped. But I struggled. Me too. So much. My kids would be like, Dad, you're cussing again. And, and then I started noticing that I was doing what my brother-in-law was doing. And I was like, uh-oh, I'm getting behind the wheel, road rage. Oh, you know, uh-huh. or, or, I'll, or I'll be like, what did you, where'd you get your license at? Where, where, where are you driving, you know? What were you thinking? What were you who thinking? Who does that? Who, who certified you to yeah. drive? 
you know. No, my poor dad. He he hates cussing. Yeah, my and mom And both of his too. daughters do it in front of him. And my he, mom, like, he still, you. he'll still have a reaction. He'll be like. Y con esa, con esa boca lo besas. Right? Pobrecito Jorge. Yeah. Pobrecito Jorge. Toda no, la actitud. You guys, are, you guys are amazing. No, honestly. And just looking at your guys' uh, social media is very inspirational, too. Um, I think that you guys are going to do great things. Um, this show is amazing. I, I feel you. very comfortable and relaxed here telling you about, you know, a little bit about uh-huh. me. It just feels very, very secure, very comforting. Um, I really, really, really love the show, the idea. I it's know amazing. it's it's I think, I think that you guys it's it, exciting yeah it's exciting to see where like our ideas can go absolutely because you with your show like you started your show and I was just like everybody's gonna like it's another step in the right direction because like I said everything is techie yeah everything is techie and not only that but you take the tech technology to your advantage to spread something positive mm-hmm. something that's uh, knowledgeable information knowledge something that has value mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of stuff now in the world is losing its value mm-hmm. because people um, people just say I love you just to say I love you oh and, I know and, and, that's a big thing and that I love you needs to have more value mm-hmm. um, but I love I love you guys this show here I love Thank the setup you. you guys are amazing couple individuals you guys are awesome <laughs> I can see a lot of things going forward and and one day you guys are gonna be great parents oh my okay? god that's let, scary let, to let, think let, about let, right let, now let the good Lord pave the way when yeah. it's time you when know? it's the time when it's the time Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, sure. you still have a lot of goals and accomplishments to do. Um, earlier, I was praising you about your barbershop idea mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, I know you're a barber. Mm-hmm. George is a barber as well. And that takes a lot of courage. I think know? that's why we work together okay, you know. Um, we went to school together. We were there 24-7. We started the same career together 24-7. And we went from that to living together 24-7. 24/7. And now I brought him in. I was the one who wanted to do this career. He pushed me to it because obviously my sister's in yeah, it. Yeah. I saw, I am very into politics, very into law, very Good. into, but I try to stay away from politics because, oh my God, it stresses me out. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, legit <laughs> panic attacks thinking about like, oh my God, I have so many ideas. I'm like, I can't, I don't have the balls to get into stuff, yeah. stuff like that. But law, I learn up on stuff real Good. quick because if I can't, like, my mother-in-law got into an accident and I was just like, why didn't you call me? Yeah. Why didn't you call me? Yeah. Like, things could have been so different. Yeah. Like, just because of what I've yeah. learned. Yeah. I'm very into social media. I'm very into, like I said, the law. I do hair. I do this. A jack of all trades, master of none. But I'm hoping to become a master of real estate because no, I learned that I really love what I do. No, and it's always good to know a little bit about a lot mm-hmm. than a lot about a little bit or just one Yes. Thing. George is always just like, oh, they have a cold. No, no, they have little. But Manny, what is it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like, like the chicken pox and hand, foot, and mouth disease yeah, can yeah. be misinterpreted yeah, sometimes yeah, with little kids. With little kids. Because it's everybody yeah. thinks like the red dots the, might yeah. be no, like oh, well, what are the symptoms? Oh no, that's not chicken pox. That's hand, foot, and mouth. You gotta go take them to the doctor. No, and and bouncing information from each other like mm-hmm. that, like getting the second opinion from each other, is the best thing. I I remember uh, I, I had some really good advice when when I got married, mm-hmm. and and I remember they said. Two heads are better than one, mm-hmm. but two heads trying to be one is going to be better than the two heads mm-hmm. than one. 
So I mean, I think that two heads trying to be one person, one giant Voltron or or big old robot. You know what I mean? Like you guys coming together built that, mm-hmm. and that's really good. That's really good because there's a lot of stuff that not young, you know, young couples that are obvious, obviously attracted by other stuff mm-hmm. that it doesn't make it. It's difficult to make the relationship work. Toxic. Yeah, and we were listening to. Have it. you heard the new Kendrick Lamar album? No. Oh my god. He was showing me one of the songs. Okay. Uh, what's it called? We Cry Together? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to bump Oh, it. my God. I was listening. He's on point? To, no. no. I was just like, what is this? Break up. <laughs> like, don't do this to each other. Oh, and he okay, goes, apparently that. the song is like two people that are dating, obviously, but they're like in a toxic relationship. Mm. And listen to it and you're going right, to be like, what the hell? It's a lot of cussing. It's cool. It's a little violent. I was listening to it and I was just like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> but it's true because there are relationships that are like that. And I told him, I was like, I'm very thankful that it, it that song made me feel like we're, it's obviously there's no perfect relationships ever. We no. all go through ups and downs. It's Absolutely. inevitable. Oh, yeah. But I'm very blessed to have the partner that I have because if my relationship was anything like the way that it is in that song... One of us wouldn't be alive. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that when it comes to disagreements with me and my wife, we really, I think the first thing that we say to each other, and not only after being together for such a long time, we've learned to argue with each other, mm-hmm. but I've, I've seen that me and my wife will be like, okay, wait a minute, before we have the discussion, what's the underlining issue? Or, or what are we going to, let's stay on topic. What's here. really the issue? What's really the issue before we start you know, getting on the freeway and taking different exits and venues. Uh-huh. Oh, so, I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm a hothead. So, so, no, yeah, absolutely. I think that when you did, when you have a discussion about the topic itself it and stay on topic, it avoids you from throwing the these low blows, you know, from you throwing in an argument or something that happened mm-hmm. uh, months or years yes. ago. Like, do you remember that time? No, I, I You're think like, we, we agreed not to talk about this anymore. <laughs> yeah, or or some, something to that effect. But you got to know that. Once you once you're done uh, discussing that topic, mm-hmm. it's done. Like that means that we're not allowed to bring it up anymore. Mm-hmm. You told me how you felt. Mm-hmm. I told you how I felt. Um, life has to go on. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, and and we can say that we've been buried. You know, mm-hmm. like like then that's what I say. I, I'll tease my wife. I'm like, you want to bury that argument? <laughs> you know, like, you want to bury that argument? Something about like, because uh, I like to. Um, cook tortillas mm-hmm. without the without the comal just on the parrilla uh-huh. you know what i mean like just the tortilla uh-huh. and sometimes they get crispy in the bottom and the flakes oh, fall on the stove on like the the la brasa. The, the, the barrier i uh-huh. mean the the yeah the the, the in spanish it's called brasa. yeah la brasa. Yeah, yeah yeah the grill the little mm-hmm. grill on yeah. the, on the stove. so I, I and she'll be like ah here you go again You're gonna get with the tortillas quemadas it's a new stove and i'll be like oh can we just bury that argument? <laughs> i'm gonna do it i'm gonna keep doing it <laughs> what does it mean when i change i will leave my clothes on the ground Ooh, that, and it bugs him so that bad that's on george me that he'll be like again i'm like oh my bad <laughs> and with him I, I i don't think i've even told him but the freaking toilet seat 
Oh yeah. Oh, I I don't mention it because I feel like it's a thing that guys do. Every woman that has a problem with the toilet. But seat. it's the freaking toilet seat. <laughs> I don't want to get up in the middle of the night if my if I'm doing bad and I need to go to the restroom and fall in the toilet. Yeah, you leave it up. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> oh goodness. no, gracias. But no, I learned that one. Let's do a little bit of like a quiz. Okay. And I thought about this earlier because of the RPA, and we were going over it, and I was just like. I'm pretty sure that the people in our office already know this. Okay. So, in regards to timelines with escrow, typically the RPA gives us a certain amount of days, but obviously we can always negotiate what we need. For three. example, the... The 31721? Yep. Okay. okay. Do you know how long we have to give our signatures from the buyer back to the seller when we get our disclosures? Uh, three to five days. We have five days. Five days. Three days if it was delivered in person, which is crazy, right? Because yeah. we don't know that. We just see it three, yeah, five. three to five. Three days if it was delivered in person and five days if it was delivered through mail. Or email or something. Or electronically. Yeah. So we have the five days. What we were talking about was it's crazy because if they wait till the, the last, last day, day and then they get mad because you haven't turned in like hey we gave yeah, it to you well we have five days yeah. in those five days your timeline doesn't keep it, your timeline keeps moving which means your contingency is coming up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we were talking about like why the heck doesn't it automatically extend your contingency if oh. it's you get what I mean? Yeah, no, you have to file the extension. The ETA. Yeah, signed and, by both parties. And Sandra goes, no, this should already be in there. I was like, I agree, but this is what weeds out the good agents and the bad agents. Yeah, you need your ETA. Because it's so, so with that ETA, I don't scare my buyer to being like, what do you mean we're going to close to this mm -hmm. day? This is a long time. And then the and, rate lock comes in yeah, and all that. all that stuff. And I'll do, I, I'd rather do as many ETAs as I need to, right? so that I can explain each extension at mm -hmm. every time to my buyer mm -hmm. versus scaring him with a date that's a like so date. far mm -hmm. away. And that's currently what I'm dealing with right now. Obviously, uh, we always wanna avoid sending the seller or buyer to perform, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because you know that's already a lot of pressure. It is. And all your hard work gets vested in this transaction. It is. And just to throw it all away, you just rather work with your buyer Put pressure to the seller because mm -hmm. that's the position that I'm in right now mm -hmm. and try to over communicate at this point yeah you know make as many phone calls and as many texts as many emails include everybody in the due world. diligence yeah add more absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. you 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 won't be sa I, me personally I won't be satisfied till I know that first I didn't waive my clients due process mm -hmm. that I did my due diligence mm -hmm. that I did what it's included in my contract and what I said that I was gonna do yep. in my contract exactly um to me that's important mm -hmm. it and, is and and i there's times where i'm like nine o'clock ten o'clock at night and my wife's like what's wrong why are you why are you still like tossing and turning Restless. in bed yeah you can't even <laughs> sleep and i'll get up and i'll be like you know what i need to get these trial exhibits ready for tomorrow uh, morning uh -huh. or you know what i need to do this rr right now mm -hmm. because i don't want it to wait for this day. yeah or i need to do whatever it is that i need to or do. like making sure your email gets in before sandra comes back into the office so your email's at the bottom and she goes from bottom to yeah top. yeah mm -hmm. like, like there's a lot of different things that, and that's why i think 
I always say there's a method to the to madness. madness because you know you do things for a reason. Sometimes what doesn't make sense to the other agent May, makes you, sense to it you. It makes sense to your it plan. Worked, yeah, it worked for you. Like mm-hmm. it's actually working for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to mess that up. No. Yeah. No. I think everybody works differently. Everybody has their own little quirks, their own little. Yeah, their own little bounces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, you got me with your uh, pop quiz. <laughs> well, you passed pop, it. Pop quiz, hot shot. It is three and five, but <laughs> yeah. a lot of the times agents don't even know what those three and five are. Three days for what? Five days for what? Yeah, no. Three days because it was delivered in person. Five days because you got it over email. Yeah, no. I, there was a there was there was a time in one of my transactions where I did have to, to uh, send a seller to perform, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, I remember I was still fresh off the boat. I mean, I'm still pretty fresh mm-hmm. myself, um, but I remember. I remember calling the agent and telling the agent, hey, I know I sent you the seller to perform, mm-hmm. but I'm going to withdraw it. <laughs> and I withdraw it. And he's like, what do you mean? What are you going to withdraw? I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, let's just make, let's just. Uh, Pretend it never it happened. It never happened. <laughs> and you never got that email, you know, oh because, because I was putting pressure on my buyer trying to get into the house. Yeah. And I was a fresh agent. And I said, well, you yeah. know what? I'm going to bluff him out with the sellers to perform and see what mm. happened and I remember his call was like dude why are you guys going to cancel rookie I'm mistakes get it. yes yes but we all go mistakes. through them though yeah we do I got in trouble for not um, sending in an SWIP or SWIP yeah IP right oh yeah, yeah. or SWPI it's the, one of those <laughs> it's one of those the, the septic tank the one se- the, oh yeah SW yeah yeah I always forget the I's and the P's but um, I forgot to send it in and I got in so much trouble so we had a little bit of technical difficulties. Yes, we did. But we're back. We're back. We're back, and we're gonna do our closing arguments. Closing arguments <laughs> on the record. Bring in the the, the court reporter. Oh my God, <laughs> he's behind the screen. There he is. <laughs> so guys, we really appreciate you guys watching this episode. He's gonna be back. We're literally just bouncing ideas off of each other right yes. now. Yes. And not only that, they're going to be a guest on the Goldmine Show, which I can't wait. I want to have them both on my show. I want to get both of their feedback because I know that there's going to be a lot of questions when you have a power couple like this in the office (laughs) working together. All right, George, don't let the bus hit you, okay? (laughs) Get out of the way. So you guys, if you guys have any ideas, we're more than open to them. Like I said, we were just bouncing our ideas off of here. Something included wine, something included butthole food, burning food, food. <laughs> but i mean bounce their, bounce your ideas you never know what if we want to try it yeah absolutely please feel free to contact the show here mm-hmm. or you can contact us mm-hmm. we're golden valley real estate group we're one of the same we're under the same roof yes, we're, we're we're co-agent to co-agent mm-hmm. if you want to say that and uh just looking forward to all the surprises and what life has in store for this young couple for myself Mm -hmm. and for everybody in this unique environment you know it's uh you know as we mentioned before in the show clients don't fall from the sky no you know so so it's it's hard work and effort that as a real estate agent that you really have to invest in yourself Uh, a lot of it starts with believing confidence and all that good stuff right because talent can only take you so far oh that's need to work you need to work hard it's the work ethic yeah so i appreciate that thank you so much for having me on the show guys again i love you guys i really appreciate you having me here it's been amazing chopping it up with you of course you're, you're i'm gonna be honest with you you got a smart cookie right here okay? <laughs> smart girl don't oh, let her yeah. go <laughs> i can't wait to have you back on the show like oh. i said those ideas i'm Gracias. excited thank you i'm excited thank you, thank thank you guys thank you till the next see time. you guys on the next one